0: And this time on File, the art of the pasticcio. Irish National Opera's latest production, Bajazette, surfs the Vivaldi wave, bringing to life one of the composer's mixtape operas, built not just with his own music, but also dropping arias from his Neapolitan rivals. Peter Whelan, who's conducting this Bajazette from the harpsichord, oh, spoke to File before some masked rehearsals.
1: <laughs> All of the pieces, so amazing, this renaissance of, of Vivaldi's music, especially since Cecilia Bartoli. She made a few um, CDs, I guess, in the 90s. Just show this incredible breath of Vivaldi's music that's maybe not so familiar to most audiences who are familiar with the, the Four Seasons, but in these operas, he's writing for the voice like he would a violin. It's, it's the most extraordinary, dazzling, no place to breathe, tightrope walk, circus act of, of semi-quaver coloratura from so many of the singers. It's, it's an incredible thing to do. fascinating to think of Vivaldi sitting down and composing and he wasn't a keyboard player as far as we know and a lot of his music doesn't look like it's written from a keyboard idiom but rather you could imagine him composing with his violin very often he's absolutely punishing to the singers like using a, a low G which is the lowest note on the violin which he could easily do at home and then flying up onto the E string it's absolutely unforgiving music Bajazet's a really interesting opera in that it's a, it's a pastiche, so it's, it's mostly composed by Vivaldi, but other people uh, uh, threw their hand in too and, and, and composed some arias. And actually, it's probably Vivaldi who assembled this. A pastiche like this was like super popular at the time. It was a cheaper way to make opera, which, as you say, was in decline in a, in a lot of respects. So this was a quick way of putting... Um, lots of pieces together but actually it's 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 uh sometimes they're underestimated uh, pastiches i think because um vivaldi really had time to choose the best arias from many different composers to best express the the story of bajazette interestingly he gave the goodies the good characters uh music that he composed and the baddies are mostly the neapolitan composers who, who get to do them too
0: which was to sort of underline what had been happening in the world of opera at the time. That's true. There was this
1: uh, yeah, big divide about who, who, what kind of opera you, you liked. I, I guess I'm trying to think of an analogy for you know, whatever the competition for iPhones is. Is it Samsung? I, I, anyway, iPhones have definitely won. It's Apple all the way. But at the time, there was a yeah, big competition from which side of Italy you liked your, your opera from. I guess um may be more primary colors, uh, more heart on sleeve the the uh, emotion seems more to me at least uh, more genuine. The Neapolitan style is uh, a little bit more gallant uh, um, I think it's just how you should behave in in public, so it 's very very stylish, but maybe it's it 's not the kind of a you know clothes that you'd like to wear every day like um it's like it's like i guess the neapolitan style is super high heels and and, and gucci and prado whereas uh vivaldi's a little bit more kind of homeware from
0: duns there there is a sort of modern day equivalent of the prestige which is the jukebox musical though we will rock you and the jersey boys exactly
1: i suppose it does have a long uh uh yeah heritage um and i don't see why it should be a problem, particularly. I think nowadays we, we, we can tend to be a little bit snobby about mixing and matching, but in the 18th century these were the most popular um, productions. And as you say, they, it goes to this, this very day, your, your favorite playlist, oh, yeah, basically. Okay, <laughs> Maybe around there,
0: 45,
1: we can give the, 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 the D sharps a bit of a whack in the basses. Yeah. There's always a, a moment. <laughs>
0: So this all is, this tour that you're about to undergo is happening under very strange circumstances. The two of us are standing here with our masks on. I, I, this, this puts a particular strain. I mean, there's enough strain trying to mount an opera and then tour it. Well, we've all had to
1: do so much adjusting and, and, and this project, Falling When It Does, is absolutely on, an, on a knife edge. Um, you know, at any moment, we could be scuppered by so many things. Opera, of course, is a hugely complicated art form because not only do you have... The singers, the stage technicians, the stage managers, the lighting crew, the costumes, the orchestra. But also there's, there's things you might not even begin to think about, like the hotels we have to stay in, the people who open um, theatres, uh, bus drivers. Any of those could go ill at the moment and we, our plans have to, to start again. So we're just... I think, is it it, uh, Alcoholics Anonymous? We're taking it one day at a time and we're trying not to get um, bombarded with too much uh, because the the, the possibilities are endless of what what can happen. But the bottom line is there's so much goodwill for for this to happen. All of the Irish um, venues and audiences seem to be so flexible. Of course, it's a huge change this month because everything has to be closed by 8 p.m. So many of our shows, or all of them, in fact, have become matinees. And it just remains to be seen how it progresses. Anything can happen, anything can change. At the end of this, we're planning to go to the Royal Opera House to do the final um, few shows of the performance. And as things stand at this particular juncture in time, that seems like the easiest part
0: I was thinking about the Premier League and the amount of money that's flowing around there and they can't seem to hold a game, you know. <laughs> like, they can't keep it out of the club. It, it must be just terrifying.
1: Well, especially at the moment, it seems to be everywhere. Uh, this, this particular wave um, is the first one, at least in Ireland, where you, you have family members... Um, lots of school kids, you know, all over social media. Everybody showing their positive antigen test results. So far, here we've we've done pretty well. There's been a few casualties, but nobody's particularly ill, and they're finding ways to, to get back, you know, into, into the rehearsal thing. But it, as I say, it remains to be seen. Hopefully, not much else will change, but we'll see. Maybe by the time this comes out, what what's happened?
0: <laughs> I, I hate talking about it. It feels like I'm I'm bringing casting bad luck down and you know, or something.
1: No, uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I think we, we are all every man for himself at this particular moment. Anything can happen, it's, it's nobody's fault um, and it's, it's hopefully about to become endemic and this is only the beginning of it. I do, even though uh, things are seem so dark at the moment, I do feel that it's hopefully a, a will lift in the next few months and we'll have a different take on that. Oh. What's... Uh...
0: Peter Whelan and members of the Irish Baroque Orchestra there, and Irish National Opera's Bajazet, premieres its matinee tour this coming Sunday 16th, 5pm, in Solstice Arts Centre, Navan, passing by Cork, Limerick, Galway, Maynooth, and Dunleary, before February dates in the Royal Opera House, London.